Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message from the previous day. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from January 17th. Come and see. Good morning. Our reading this morning is from Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6 and 13 through 18 from the New Living Translation. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything that I do. You know what I am going to say even before I say it. Lord, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watch me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O Lord. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumbered the grains of sand. And when I wake, you're still with me. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John. Chapter 1, verses 43 through 51, and I'm reading from the Common English Bible. The next day, Jesus wanted to go into Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael. And said to him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and the prophets, Jesus, Joseph's son from Nazareth. Nathanael responded, Can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip said, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him. And said about him, Here is a genuine Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are God's son. You are the king of of Israel. Jesus answered, 
Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. I assure you that you will see heaven open and God's angels going up to heaven and down to earth on the Son of Man. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday night, as we talked in Get Ready for Sunday, we talked about the fact that the Gospel of John is different. It's different than the other three Gospels. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke all use the same source, have a lot of the same stories, But John's gospel is different. John's gospel takes a different approach. And in that approach, we have a different calling of the disciples. It doesn't take place quite as it does in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And next week, we will look at... Mark's calling of the disciples. But this morning, this morning we look at the Gospel of John. And just a little background as we approach John's Gospel. Just prior to where we read this morning, we have John the Baptist walking with his disciples. And pointing out Jesus, saying, look, there is the Lamb. And two of John's disciples take off and follow Jesus. One of those is Andrew, who goes and finds his brother Peter. And the other one is Philip. And they go and they follow Jesus. Jesus recognizes that they are following him. He asks them to continue to follow. And they sit down and have a conversation. A teaching moment. And this is where we pick up this morning. This is where we learn that... Philip, who has sat at Jesus' feet. Philip, who has heard all that Jesus had to say to him, finds Nathanael and proclaims, We have found the one. The one Moses wrote about in the law and the prophets. And that one is Jesus Joseph's son from Nazareth. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? When you hear Nathaniel's response. Jesus, Joseph's son, one from Nazareth? Can anything from Nazareth be good? We've all had those moments. 
We all know those people that we have our own opinions of their hometowns or their home states or maybe even the schools they have attended. And that opinion comes out to, can we trust them? Can there be anything good about that? And that's where Nathaniel finds himself with Philip's pronouncement. Uh, I hear you, but I just don't see how I'm going to agree with you. And so Philip says, come on, come with me. Come and see. A simple, easy invitation. Not, not a retaliation, not a discussion, not a fight over whether anything can, good can come from Nazareth or not. Just a simple, come along with me. Let's see. Let's go and meet Jesus. And Jesus saw them coming. And when he did, he made a pronouncement about Nathanael. Here is a genuine Israelite in whom there is no deceit. This shocks Nathanael. How do you know me? He asks. And Jesus answers, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Or if we take a step back in the service, and if we look at the psalm as Wayne read, how does Jesus know him? Jesus knows him because God knows us. God knows us before we speak. God knows us before we move. That's how Jesus knew Nathaniel. God the Son knew all about Nathaniel and proclaims it as he first meets him. And at that moment, Nathaniel replies, Rabbi, you are God's son. You are the king of Israel. Can you imagine going from there's nothing good in Nazareth to you are God's son. You are the king of Israel. It's an interesting call story. It's interesting how quickly Philip, Nathaniel, and those who met Jesus understood who he was. It's interesting that it didn't take a lot of work on another's part. And I wonder... I wonder about us. I wonder about this day and time. How do we introduce others to Jesus? For Philip, 
in talking to Nathaniel. It was a quick and easy come and see. How many times have you been asked to come and see? I think about that. And I think about it not necessarily in terms of meeting Jesus. But I think about that in terms of people I have met. People that I know and who are my friends. And want to introduce me to something they are very interested in. Or want to introduce me to someone that they find great influence with. And they invite me to come and see. One way that has happened more than once with my being in the South, we all know I'm not a huge fan of football. Now, there are a lot of Southerners who just don't understand how that could be. And so I have been invited on more than one occasion to come and see. To come and see a game. The Holston Conference spanning the distance that it spans and where I have served in the Holston Conference I have lived close to Virginia Tech and now close to the University of Tennessee. And those football fans just can't imagine that a Saturday afternoon for me does not include a football game. And I've had more than one individual say, if I get you a ticket, would you come? Would you come and see a real football game? Come and see an invitation. An invitation I have accepted. Not necessarily an invitation that changed my mind quite as quickly as Nathaniel's mind was changed. But it's not about the outcome. And especially when we think about our invitations to meet Jesus. We're not responsible for the outcome. But we are responsible to bringing people to see Jesus. Come and see. Come and see the one who knows us. Knows us before we ever say a word. Come and see the one who loves us. The one who loves us to our deepest core. Come and see. I want you to think for a moment. Think about the way in which Jesus has made the most profound effect on your life. 
And when you think about what that is, I want you to also think about those you know. Your friends, maybe those you work with, your neighbors. And who needs that part of Jesus in their lives? And introduce them to Jesus. It's simple. Come and see. Come and see the one who has made me well. Come and see the one who has made me whole. Come and see the one who has loved me deeply. It's simple. We, we make it hard, but it's simple. Find those who need to meet Jesus. Share what Jesus has done in your life. And you may get a response just as Philip did. You may get a response that says, Jesus... The son of Joseph, what good is that to me? Come and see. Come and see what Jesus can do for you. I would encourage you to find one. To find one to invite to come and see. And that come and see at this moment might be easier than ever. All they have to do is open up Facebook or YouTube and click on our services. Come and see the one who knows me, the one who cares for me, and the one who loves me. Let us pray. Jesus, as we come to you today, we come knowing how much you love us. We come knowing that you know us through and through. And we come realizing there are those around us who need to meet you. Help us to understand how we can introduce you to them. Help us to walk up to them. Help us as we follow you to say, Come and see. Come and see Jesus, the one who loves me and knows me. The one who loves you and knows you. Guide us in all of our conversations. In your name we pray. Amen. Jesus found Philip and said to him, follow me. 
Philip found Nathanael and told him about Jesus. And someone found you and told you about your Savior. Whom will you find? And what will you tell them about Jesus? May the Holy Spirit guide you to that person. May the love of Jesus win that person's heart. And may the grace of God draw that person into the kingdom. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.